0: It is elf propaganda, and this is very clearly written by an elf because it calls them the Nalgrim, which is the stunted folk. You hey, buddy,
1: hey, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. I'm All right, good. All I'm right. just good. I'm just getting getting my coffee in. All right, nice it's a lot earlier for me than it is for you
0: it is a whole hour a
1: whole hour it's a lot
0: Ah. what you drinking water sparkly water
1: Uh, i was like really you're popping the top this early
0: Yeah, buddy get (laughs) it i guess it. it is sunday yeah um Yeah. Zombie Jesus Sunday too. Oh
1: yeah. Zombie Jesus Sunday. Happy zombie Jesus Sunday. (laughs)
0: Uh, and the few Christians that we still had listening to this, (laughs) they're gone.
1: (laughs) Happy Easter. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah. How's fitness going? Uh, fitness is going well. Yeah. 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 Um, I did, uh, We went for a run yesterday. Uh Mm -hmm. Yesai did a 10K uh, row row, what, two days ago. Yeah, I've been keeping active. Um I
0: uh, I honestly feel like this um this uh challenge that we're doing has helped. I mean me at least. Yeah. Stay
1: stay active.
0: Yeah. Um well and like kind of get back into the routine.
1: I got my medal and I prepared everything last night and the one thing i did not prepare was my medal to to showcase it here but uh dick i know you get to do your unboxing though and yeah you'll, you'll post it on our social i'll put it on i things. totally i totally got it opened it and was just like yeah yeah <laughs> i'm excited
0: so mine's supposed to show up on tuesday it's a good looking medal yeah and you get a ring
1: and you get a ring
0: that's fucking and, cool and i know it's, it's not, not like great I quality but my, like
1: well the ring's not great quality right that's what the I mean. metal's like really good yeah like i did the i did the oakland i did a the oakland half marathon and uh like that metal's nice it's hefty it's substantial i did another one in long beach it was a 10k and that medal's like itty bitty uh-huh. and then i did another one that my cousin was doing like a 5k that my cousin was doing uh, through the city of san jose and that medal was kind of puny
0: yeah stuff.
1: this is a substantial medal
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm excited i'm yeah. really like i said i'm really excited for the minds of morio one like that one's fucking cool
1: i know wow. yeah and uh, the fellowship one <clears throat> yeah this one yeah this one's gonna take a while we don't <sighs> have the same number of team members this time. we around. don't
0: what is there like four or five of us
1: five of us i think
0: 9%. and significantly more, miles, more
1: mileage i don't know it's like six times the miles, miles. <laughs> well the, the last one didn't take us any time
0: we'll have plenty of time we'll yeah. we'll get it done yeah. it's it's not an issue i did
1: it for 70 70 days yeah so if i need to move it i'll move it but i don't i don't think we will we're no i i think we'll be fine this morning we're 5% done
0: yeah and and it's been what 3 days uh 4 days four days not a problem we got this
1: yeah 680 plus miles you buddy uh so yeah my fitness has been good i'm trying to figure out when i'm gonna do that god-awful workout uh that you programmed Um, that one that one's gonna suck yeah um i i did nienna um uh this week and i tried to do do you remember that workout? It was a it was a open workout. It was uh, like on an eight minute clock. You do uh, double unders. You do to- you do toes to bars. You do double unders, and then and then cleans, squat cleans, mm-hmm. and then the squat cleans increase in weight.
0: Yep, I do um, remember that.
1: So I did Niana and then that I was before
0: couple- I could hit one eighty
1: five on your squat clean
0: because I didn't make it past that point.
1: <clears throat> that's what the second round yep i think i could uh, anyway i think i did that one rx or no i did that one scaled when i did it when during the open anyways mm. i tried to do it again this this week a couple days after i did nienna and as soon as i hung on the bar like i could feel it the, the abs ear, and i was just like nope this isn't gonna work <laughs> this is Bad. yeah nienna was good um i
0: did it basically as written the only thing i changed was the dips i did ring dips um
1: it was just as bad doing bench dips
0: yeah yeah i mean it (laughs) was that was it it definitely hurt more than i thought it would yeah for sure
1: oh yeah i got it like the i got a really good sweat yeah it's the it's just the it's the repetition right and it's doing one thing and then move into another movement and then move into another movement. And then you have that minute rest. Yeah. And even and that minute just like,
0: rest, just like,
1: yeah, it doesn't really do much.
0: It's not much. I mean, it's enough to like try and calm your breathing down.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Like... I've, also my V-ups are more like U-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that hinge and I don't like, but I ended up doing, I did well.
0: Yeah. Well, I got, I got um, videoed nienna and and then i videoed uh the movements for legolas so i can make both of those and throw them up on the tutorials and throw them up on on the tiktoks yeah
1: uh yeah so i don't know if i'm gonna do it to do it today or when i'm gonna do that one but gondor
0: it's gonna be gross
1: yeah it's it's great though
0: Xavier seemed excited about it like and and yeah, it'll be a fun it'll be a fun photo
1: a thousand a thousand
0: a thousand step ups uh, Weighted.
1: did you do did you, and every five minutes did you do prescribed height or just
0: yep twenty twenty four uh, and then every five hertz the twenty four hertz every five minutes you're doing ten pushups I,
1: mean, I would do five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, you've got five minutes to rest your arms each round. You'll be fine.
1: And push-up.
0: It's going to be gross.
1: With a weighted vest.
0: With a weighted vest or backpack or, hey, if you got armor, do it in your armor.
1: Do it in your armor.
0: Uh. Could you imagine doing this in, like, like Xavier's armor? No. The push-ups part.
1: Not at 24 inches. Maybe at 20 inches. Yeah. But the yeah the push up parts just
0: I can't imagine doing push ups in like full armor. No.
1: No. <laughs> I can't imagine doing push ups with the weighted vest that we have. We have a cheap weighted vest. Oh, do you guys have a vest? Yeah, it's just like a weight. It's just like a thing with like. Oh, push-ups. is it the
0: billets or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Gotcha. I hate that
1: thing. Yeah, it looks weird. <laughs> it's like gray too. Yeah, it's like neon yellow.
0: The vests are stupid expensive like without the weights they're stupid expensive I
1: was looking at them i was like oh it's 130 bucks no weights i'm like this is stupid
0: yeah yeah they're not cheap the only reasons the only reasons why
1: backpack yeah (laughs)
0: like i have like i've got two and ariel's got one but one of the ones that i have i got for like 70 bucks because i got it from fnx when i was working it working there so I got it for super and I might have actually used like I got a certain amount every month that I could use on stuff. I might have actually got it for free because I just used like my whatever with it. I can't remember. Um,
1: Send it down.
0: But that one I like. My other one, I it was funny. I was thinking about like sending you my, my, my other one, my one that's like the actual know. military one. Uh-huh um but i don't know if you remember this one of the people at the gym like ripped it Doesn't matter. they were using it in in a workout and like he was like panicking because he couldn't breathe in it he'd never wa- oh. worn one before and he went to take it off and just like ripped the whole front panel off of it god so i need to like sew that back on
1: i got a guy yeah yeah send it down all right oh. send it down and then i'll do that damn workout my fault i'm the one that suggested it so
0: yeah Uh, i mean it's basically
1: yeah there's a workout like that already isn't there
0: yeah except for it just doesn't have the push-ups in it
1: yeah yeah
0: it's just the thousand
1: step ups it's gonna gonna suck what do you think what do you think time wise
0: i mean over 45 minutes
1: oh
0: yeah i mean i without
1: something most would like without the
0: push-ups i think when i did it without the push-ups it took me like 43 maybe 48 minutes somewhere around there there's gonna be
1: like an hour yeah hour it's gonna plus. be a long
0: workout
1: it's gonna be like murph
0: yeah i could probably look it up i probably recorded it somewhere but yeah it'll be a pain yep um
1: how's your fitness going I know you talked about it i know you mentioned it a little bit but
0: i mean i'm definitely doing better um like like i said this um i mean one the 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 challenge is helping yeah. like um just keeping me active right but then on top of that like it was it was a big help when i posted that Sauron workout and like I mean, it's it's gotten more views than any other videos that we've posted, and like people have reached out and well, not reached out, but like commented on it and yeah. and stuff like that. So it's been good, and it's been nice to be like, okay, like maybe I should get back. Maybe we should, more maybe we should
1: do that when we posted a workout. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um. So so I've been trying to get back into it so that I can actually honestly the problem with the Sauron workout is like. It was very, very, very hard for me to do. And I realized that that is a problem (laughs) because a workout like that, like a year ago, wouldn't have been that difficult for me. No. So it was very hard for me to do. And I was like, okay, like I need to, I need to get back uh, into being a lot more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Um, the the, The capacity, you can always tell like, oh shit, like I can't even, I can't do that.
0: Yeah, like on Sauron, I got to like round six and I was like, I have to do 10 more of these. Yeah, this is awful. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I can do 10 more. Of these. I,
1: that's why that's why I I scaled it and then I scaled the scale. Yeah, <laughs> because it was just it was way too like it was way too much.
0: Yeah, but it's been nice because one we've got so we've got I'm we've short got, too
1: so like the 24 yeah. inch box doesn't really help with like a step up
0: doing the step overs that are yeah. weighted yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's been nice because one we've got um, we've got you know our stuff that we're posting we've got the fitness thing on the Discord and then we've got the challenge thing on the Discord and then we also have you and I our own like thing that I made on be on the whiteboard. And so it's like, it's all just kind of, and like you posting workouts. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm putting some of those, any, any of the non Tolkien ones that you're posting, like I'm trying to do afterward. And it's just, it's been good. I've been a lot more consistent about it. I showed you, I did air force. Yep. Um, took me just
1: under 10 minutes. Smoked my time.
0: Yeah. That one was, that That one was gross. It was really
1: gross. It's really gross. The, the other one,
0: the, the push presses, like those were what hung me up. I, I had to do a total, I think I had to do uh, like four really sets not, of
1: the push presses. not the thrusters?
0: No, thrusters I just I just slammed through,
1: did you?
0: Yeah, I think I did I did seven or I did seventeen in the first minute. And then stopped and did the, the burpees yeah. and then just did, and then I didn't move on though. So like yeah. I did 17, I did the burpees, I did three, started I rested. Burpee, right? Yeah. 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 I did three and then I rested and then did the burpees at that minute mark again. Yeah. And then went uh, went into the next thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was but the push presses that I did do. I did do four sets of that. I I did five each time. Yeah,
1: I I kind of want to try the other one, but I kind of don't. Yeah, there's two versions of it. It's like yeah, one, I saw, it's one less burpee. The one's burpee. got pull ups. No, it's one less burpee. Uh, every every minute, right? So it's four burpees, uh, but it's another movement, and it's overhead squats.
0: Oh, see, I saw one that had pull-ups
1: there might be a bunch of them
0: yeah so it was like it was thrusters um uh sumo deadlift high pull pull up um uh push press and then uh squats yeah yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I I feel like it's going really well. It's been fun programming some more of these things. We've got a few that are going to be coming out because we've had a few, um, profiles that we've done, um, which has been good. Uh, what
1: what are you thinking of what I sent you for the Astari?
0: Um, I need to like, I, I basically just glanced over it. Okay. So I need to really dig into it and kind of see, um, I'm. I'm afraid.
1: I'm that one. Like I don't program anything. Um, I sometimes do stuff for myself, but then I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> so I'd be, you know, I'd be worried about what I what I made someone else do. Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe, a little nervous. <laughs> I uh, but I think like it's a good kind of uh, guideline
0: yeah and that that episode will be coming out here soon probably in the next week or two yeah. um yeah so that'll be that'll be we'll we'll have to get that set and settled before um before that happens because i want to shoot that off to marley too to just be like hey here's the workout have fun
1: there you go. <laughs> you get to you get to do this yeah um you just don't get to come on the show and not do the workout yeah right like <laughs> no that
0: that's not how this works um But yeah, I think, uh, I think the workout part, the, the fitness part has been going a lot better, especially, I I think the other thing that's making it easier for me is the fact that it's getting warmer. Yeah. Like it's just when it's 20 degrees outside, like, I just don't want to, you you know, want to do it.
1: (laughs) I get it. It's cold in the morning here. It's not cold like there, but still. I mean, I used to, we used to work out in the morning exclusively and now it's just like, man, I'm going to make my lunch a little bit longer and just do it then.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's been good, but you know, a lot of the workouts have, um, they've been difficult, been hard and, uh,
1: make you want to cry.
0: Yeah. A little bit, you know, like this next part that we're going to be talking about.
1: A number of tears, they might make, make you want to cry an a, a numbered set of tears.
0: Near Nath Arnoidiad. So yeah. So this man, getting back into this.
1: It feel it almost feels like we haven't done a history in a while. I know it, but it, it, we it does. Did, but but it took us three episodes to do <laughs> to do to, seven years to, to do the history before this, which was Baron and Luthien.
0: Right. And dude. So like going back over this, so like two weeks ago, um, I think I went and I started rereading this, this chapter in the Silmarillion and then getting through like some of the other, um, side books that have some of the history as well in it. Right. Um, And I was like, okay, yeah, like I really remember this story. I love the story. Here we go. And then yesterday when I was going through it again and like really typing out our outline and everything, it was just like, fuck man, this damn like this, this, this fucking chapter hits like it is, it's,
1: it's nuts. Well, it's yeah, it's a turning point and everything, right? Yeah. It's it's a bad time it's
0: a bad time for everyone and everything yeah like it yeah so this last
1: this is really kind of the start of the like you could say things were already kind of on a downward slope right right following um you know dagger braggalock um
0: but we had a little bit of hope with barion and luthien right and, yeah, and some stuff re- that happened they re- there they recover a
1: silmaril right right um sons of Fanor are like all right as long as she has it i'm cool with it right right i'm not right gonna, i'm not gonna mess with them um uh you know um things seem to be kind of at a mellow level right uh and then uh, here we go. Yeah. Right. And yeah, Sons of Feanor, son, <laughs> starting shit up. Well,
0: so 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 this is part of why. So I never I, I of the Sons of Feanor, huh. Maedros has always been my favorite. Right. Part of them are my, always.
1: Maedros has some redeeming qualities, right? Right.
0: I mean, like, for one, like, the dude lost his hand,
1: right? Like, that kind of sucks. Um, And
0: he was also the one that asked his father, like, hey, we're gonna go back for them, right? And his dad was like, no, fuck those guys. And he's like, hold up. Wait, what? (laughs)
1: Like, what's happening? Yeah, but didn't he also, like, sack what was left of the, you know... Later. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 But, overall... Of like, of the sons of Feanor,
1: he's, he's no, my favorite. He's no, he's no Caligormercoor. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and where so those the fact, guys are just all evil. R- yeah. Yes. And
0: so at this time, right, we 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 left off um, when we were talking about the history with New Better Do Better. Right. We we talked a little bit in advance because we talked basically about Beren and Luthien dying. Essentially, like okay. they get to a point where they they're humans. They're both you know they both take the the doom of men um and they end up living out their life and die right um but before Bar- that baron
1: Bar- Bar- is involved in one more kind of uh quest i guess uh mission mission uh, thing. quest thing yeah. <laughs> uh um where it, you know that that comes that comes into play later uh but um you know uh Uh, yeah we we kind of touched on on them there's a little bit in this chapter right that that goes into like this chapter starts off with kind of a baron and luthien like what are they doing now like where are they now kind of thing right because and and that's
0: where we what we talked about last time right they they live on the the island of the The living who have come back from the dead or something Something like like that. that yeah yeah um and that's yeah and and nobody goes there Basically like no one sees Baron or Luthian.
1: Yeah. And when they die, no one knows where they they're buried.
0: Right. Like nobody goes there. Everybody's kind of a little bit like I don't know if it's a reverence thing or if they're freaked out by it. You know I'm what I mean? Freaked out by it. Yeah. Um they so... died.
1: <laughs> yeah, not going over there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a uh it's a proper thing to talk on uh with uh Zombie Jesus Day. Oh yeah.
1: Um, but and now we lost them again.
0: Yeah, and they're gone again. Uh, but because of this, um, Madros, Madros, whatever you want to call him, he, um, he he starts his council, right? And so he he basically starts this thing of like, okay, I'm gonna take over this mantle that you know I've basically been given of um of being the high king of the noldor um Mm -hmm. not really but yeah i mean he kind of takes it upon himself he like takes it back right because he gives that
1: up yeah
0: right and then um it seems like he's kind of taking that back because he starts his council of midros right um and that's and he starts that because he hears about the victory of baron and luthien right he's like fuck they got a sim uh silmaril from morgoth like they got
1: a single silmaril
0: yeah right you know but it's like now's the time like let's do this thing not thinking like i don't know why they didn't think that like oh by the way morgoth is probably fucking pissed about that so he's probably i mean maybe that was in his mind right he's thinking like well fuck he's gonna start shit too so let's get this thing rolling.
1: Or he's just, he's not going to be thinking clearly, right? Because he's pissed.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so, um, so he's starting to rally everybody, right? He's, he's getting the council together trying, with the he's elves. Trying. He's trying to. He's trying.
1: I mean, he can get he can get his people, right? He right get the Noldor. He uh, he he can get some of the Noldor.
0: Some of the Noldor. He, he Not even all family. of the Noldor, right? He can get his family, right? And uh, and cuz that's that's I mean that's a biggest the biggest problem is that he's trying to rally people but his family's already fucked over a lot of people. Yeah. Right?
1: PR man, you got to do you got to go on a PR campaign first. Yeah because he, your brothers are dipshits.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like he he one I feel like he doesn't have the um he didn't have the uh what's the word? the gravitas that like one his father did, right? Back in back in Valinor where he rallied everybody. And then two Fingolfin did when he rallied everybody to go up against Morgoth in that big charge, right? Um, he just doesn't have that ability to do that. And they've already fucked over a ton of people. So when he goes to Nargothrond and he's like, Hey, you guys want to help? Ordreth's like, fuck you, your brothers screwed everyone here. Like, if your brothers, your
1: your brothers were responsible for killing the king. Yeah. Right? For the for for turning everybody against our king. Right. And having him go (laughs) off on his own to go. Help this guy literally this guy uh take a Silmarill from morgoth you guys have done nothing but cause problems
0: yeah that yeah this 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 could have been a completely different situation had baron gone with an army instead of the king and 10 guys yeah right um But instead, that's what we got because of your asshole brothers trying to overthrow the entire thing. Not only that, but then your asshole brothers tried to steal Thingle's daughter.
1: Right.
0: You know, and so it's this this whole thing of him just being like, "No, fuck the fuck you guys." Got you. Got you.
1: Got to give him props though. He still goes to Thingle. Yes. And tries to get Thingle's help.
0: He does. Uh, Well. And Thingle's pissed. Well, and even before that, though, we do get a small party out of Nargothron. Right. And yeah. it's because, oh, yeah, yeah. because we get Gwendor.
1: But they're not going because Oradreth said, all right, you guys can go. No,
0: Ordreth no. is not. There's no blessing given. No. Right? But Gwindor is going because his brother was captured. Was captured in yeah. the the Drag,
1: Dragger Braggalock.
0: Right. And so, and he, and and there was a, not only is he going because they were captured, it was because there was a unity there that he wanted to uphold, right? So he wanted to hold to the kind of that bargain and uphold to that, even though the rest of the people of Nargothrond were like, yeah, absolutely not. Like, fuck that. And I, I, I think Gwyndor went with a few men, like a handful, like, I don't know, 25 men, something like that. But again, like you said, completely without dress blessing. He didn't stop them from going, but he wasn't cool with it. Right? But then yeah, like you said, Mydros goes and sends world word to Thingle.
1: Which like Baldy. That is baldy. Of all people I mean Thingol's already said um uh, for the longest time that no sons of feanor are welcome right you know lands right right there's already friction there yeah uh and you know they all know it right because he fucking
0: hates the sons of feanor
1: and but was it madros who was saying or it was one of the sons of feanor who basically said well it's our you know it's us that kind of keeps thingles people safe Mm -hmm. right uh it's like, so you even, even the sons themselves know that like he hates you guys and you guys kind of hate him too. Right. 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 Um, so ballsy. Yeah. Gotta give him, well, gotta give him props though for, 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 re- for reaching out. Couples. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and, and that's, that's one of the problems too, right? Is he's reaching out to Thingle and he's doing this one after his brothers stole luthien yeah and then two tried to kill luthien almost killed baron and then three threatened thingle that he will that they will kill him if he keeps the silmaril right which he has which he has and and which which he has and who told him to give it back Melian, fucking melian tells him to give it back. And he's an asshole with his pride and bullshit like that. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna hold on to this.
1: Well, it's, it it's his pride. And I, I gotta, I have to assume that it's probably the Silmaril itself. Right. Well, it's yeah, called, because it says every some, like,
0: lust, right. Every time he looks at it. Yeah. He wants to hold on to it more and more. Yeah. Right. I um, mean, and
1: that's, and that's what happened with Feanor. Right. right. Feanor got so, uh, enamored in his own work right that he wouldn't break it well he wouldn't break it but even he wouldn't even bring it out he didn't even really want to bring it out anymore right yeah because at first he was
0: wearing it all haughtily
1: yeah and then it was
0: less and less and less that people saw them yeah 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 i mean i think it's definitely that's part of it right i mean like we talked about last time we're finally seeing this uptick in the curse of the Silmarils again yeah. Right, it it kind of lay dormant for a while.
1: Well, it was in <laughs> it was in autumno. Yeah, they were, they were laying in Atumno. What were they gonna do? Now they're kind of back out amongst the people. Yeah, it's like eh, let's <laughs> cause some trouble. Let's
0: fuck shit up, guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, two people did go out of Doriath. Yep, Belleg and Mablong.
1: Yep, they didn't. They didn't want to. Uh, I forget I think that the, there's a the line in the book is something like they didn't want to not participate in something this uh, of this magnitude or something right like that, right like they didn't want to be left behind right while other people were fighting
0: yeah because I mean if we know I mean we, we get to know them later on and we've known them a little bit to this point right but like we know like Bella Bella are they're, they're they are the type of people that like they're they're they can't be a warrior without a war. You know what I mean? Like that's who they are. Like that's what they do. Um, and so yeah, when they hear this is happening, and when they hear that Fingon is um, is going and leading a main force, yeah. right? Because basically, Fingal tells them, like, you two can go, but you cannot serve the Sons of Fanor. It it like you can go you can be a part of this but you cannot serve you cannot be under the command of the sons of fanor and like they love thingol right they they hold true to their king and so they go and they fight with fingon um which is great because that comes in i, I mean that that comes very well to fingon yes. uh, <laughs> uh and in this whole council, in this gathering of people, this is when Midroth reaches out to the men that we talked about a few times ago that came west, right? We had some men that came west, that came west basically... I mean, they came west under the instruction of Morgoth, right? right. But not all of them held to, held true to that, right? So... The, the two biggest groups that we talk about here are Olfeng and Bor, right? Because there was a third group that came as well. Um, but we're mostly talking about the sons of Olfeng and the sons of Bor at this point, right? Because I think Olfeng and Bor themselves are dead already. I think so. Yeah. So it's their sons that are fighting on behalf of, of the elves.
1: majros at this point.
0: right right exactly yeah. um and then you've got the house of Hador so the basically all of the people of Hithlum yep. right um are also going to fight because they've been I mean how many times have they been fucked over saved fucked over saved, fucked over saved in this last little bit they're sick of this shit right so they want to go out and just be done with it and they're thinking like hey Majorus is right like timing is right here. Let like let's fucking do this. Like,
1: and the, and the timing is right.
0: Yes, right? absolutely.
1: And you know, uh, well,
0: much we'll later on in the we'll chapter, talk, we'll talk
1: about it later. Yeah, we'll I was gonna about
0: say about much it. later on in the chapter, we get an indication that the timing is fucking perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: shit. <laughs> and, and and certain things that happened didn't didn't go the way Morgoth wanted planned for them to go. Okay? Right. Right, and exactly. So, and so you, you got to think but for this thing.
0: Yep. Right? Like Right. Oh,
1: well, and then That and, makes it even worse.
0: And we've gotten that once or twice before too when we um when we talk about the battle with uh with Fingolfin. I mean, so there were a few things, right? Morgoth um in Dra- Dagor ba- Bragalog, he went too soon. yeah Had he waited just a little bit longer, it says in the Silmarillion, he would have wiped out the Noldor yeah. completely. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he went too soon. And so this is, you know, it's a similar situation where maybe, maybe Majros didn't go too soon here. Maybe the timing was perfect and there was yeah. some great stuff, but there was just, uh, just a few things on both sides that they did not expect. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and then this is also when Majros was able to, and he had no problem doing this because they, they were done with this shit too he was able to gather the Kaza. Now, in the Silmarillion, bringing this up really quick, because it specifically says that he was able to gather the Naugrim, which is a bullshit term. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's as Carlos calls it, it is elf propaganda. And this is very clearly written by an elf because it calls them the Naugrim, which is the stunted folk.
1: And, and you got to figure it's propaganda because after the the events that happen afterwards are kind of what leads to that um you know disassociation between elves and you gotta you gotta think might have been a sindar elf who wrote it who wrote this yeah right yeah because up to this point they
0: really there has not been friction Uh, between elves and and dwarves no Uh, um there's 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 Animosity. there's a little there's
1: a little animosity
0: because they don't like the dwarves don't love that suddenly these elves from uh, Valinor came Somewhere back else, to Valerian yeah. and they were like wait we were living here what the fuck you know what i mean yeah. so they're not a huge fan of that um but all in all there wasn't the hatred that we see later on right. um in like the second and third age right um and so they were happy the 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 dwarves of Belagost and of What's the other place? Help me out.
1: Uh, Nagras.
0: Yes. Nargr- N- Nargrond and Nargrond. Belagost, Nargrond. Um were the were the biggest groups of dwarves that came to help, um, right? And we here, the, the swole here, the swole here, I'm call them either dwarves or Khazad, not fucking Nalgrim. All right. Assholes. Um, so they've got the groups, They've got things set up. Now, this has taken years, though. This, this isn't something that's quick, right? right. They've been gathering people, um, and, and there has been indications that Morgoth is also doing some shit. And one of these indications is throughout the northern area of Balerion, um, we get what is called the evil breath, right? Something some sort of illness was released from Angband, right? And this is where, and, and this is why I kind of said I, I, I also went into other books, which I normally do for our history episodes. I, I try to find, we try to tell not just the linear story that's in the chapter, but everything that's going on within that time frame, right? And so in Children of Hurin, we get a lot of talk about the evil breath, um because this is happening at the same time turin as a young boy i think he's like six or seven uh gets sick from it
1: his Sister,
0: and so does his sister lilith right when they're both sick turin's basically in a coma for a little while and his sister dies right he comes out of it and he comes out of it well um but he finds out that his sister is dead, which completely like he he was always kind of a weird kid at the beginning anyway. Yeah. Um, and we get that from Children of Horin. He not weird. He's just like a joyless child. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, he's, well, he's the he's essentially the prince, right? Right. It so was kind of like a little dick.
0: Yeah. Well, and like it, it, it seems like his mom doesn't help. His mom seems like a very dark person yeah. dark and reserved person yeah. as written Moody. Moody. awesome like a, a badass woman and she's gone through a lot of shit like yeah. that's why she's like that right she's she's part of the people of um, of uh, Halif um, that that moved once they got attacked right and they've had to they've they've had to deal with a whole bunch of shit that's happened. Um, so, you know, she's, she's dealt with a lot of shit in her life, but that darkness kind of moved over to Turin, even as a child, right? And then, so he he gets sick and his sister dies. Um, and at the same time, or shortly after, um, Huor gets married, right? So we know Hurin and Huor, we talked about them and their time in Gondolin, right? So they've come back. We already talked about the fact that Turin was born a while ago from from Hurin, right? <clears throat> and now that we have Hur getting married to Rian. Um, and timeline-wise, I'm pretty sure they get pregnant, like, wedding right night. away. Like, wedding night pregnancy.
1: Not, wait, not wa- wasting any time on that. No,
0: this, this is a honeymoon baby. Like, it happens right away because... This is like like a month later, they go off to war, yeah. Right? They head off with um, with Fingon. Actually, um, they actually don't go with uh, Midros. Uh, the Olfang and Boar's go off with Midros. The house of Hador actually ends up going off with Fingon yeah. or Fingon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Um. And so we've got we've got this awesome kind of split happening though, right? We've got men, dwarves, and elves. We've got this great balance between these two armies, and and essentially the plan that that Midros is laying out is he's saying like we're gonna go, we're gonna press Angban, right, and then. Morgoth is going to have no choice but to send out all of his men and once he does that we're going to flank him right we're going to hit him from the other side and we've got this we, we are going to take Atomno it will be ours
1: I think the word that they used or the plan was that they would they would uh, they would be the anvil and the hammer to uh, Morgoth's forces
0: right and and again he wasn't wrong. Like his plan was great. Like he had a very, yeah, very had a good really, plan. He had a good plan. But. Um, right. But a few things. One, we're told that he goes maybe a little too early. Right. That maybe they're not quite ready. Um, and he presses that a little bit too early. But, and.
1: But isn't he also held back? Yes.
0: Yes. So, and, and I wonder if that's part of what Tolkien means is like, maybe it's the fact that like Fingon goes too early. And part of that is because they're held back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because we have those two forces, right? We're, we From here on out, we'll basically be talking about the forces of Fingon and the forces of majros Yeah. Right.
1: So, so just to recap, right. Um, what majros has is, is, are the you know the 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 sons of feanor uh the noldor of east Balerian, right right maglor uh and the the men under him right the the race of men under him which is bore mm-hmm. uh caranthir and ulfing you know the house of ulfing and then the dwarves of Belagost, right and then finjan has got the noldor of hithlum mm-hmm. he's got the contingent from nargothrond He's got Hurin and Hur and the men of Dor-Loman. Uh, he's got Haldir and the men of Brethel. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mablung and Beleg, Doriath. Well, before they go off to war, Hal- oh no, that's
0: right. Haldir just barely takes over right before they go off to war because his dad dies right before. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: So well, we've, those are the two forces and, you know, Fingon's in the West and, and, and Madros is, is the Eastern force, right? They mm-hmm. were supposed to, you know, Madros was, I think was supposed to engage first. Right. And then Fingon's men would come in.
0: They're supposed and- to meet in Alfa, Alfa, Alfauglief. Al- Al- yeah. Yeah. Alfauglief. Right. Like that's where they're supposed to meet. Yeah. Like that's um, cause yeah, we're told that Fingon is basically looking over, and waiting to see the forces of Madras, right, right, and he doesn't. No, and he still doesn't, and he still doesn't. And all that we're told for the moment is that they're they're held up because Olfang's sons have spies that say that it's not safe to go yet that there's pressure from Angben and so they can't go yet. Right? So we're, we're getting a little bit a little taste of that treason already. Right? Yep. So we're, we're we're getting just this tiny little bit of like okay, something something iffy is happening happening with Oldor and and the other sons of Olfang, Um and <clears throat> sorry. So what's happening there, though, is, you know, Fingon at this point is then he is getting antsy. His army is getting antsy, right? And Morgoth knows that Maedros isn't coming yet, right? Morgoth knows that Uldor has done his job, at least on that part, right? He's holding them off just enough and fingon is definitely getting worried and in his worry the one thing that morgoth well one of two things that morgoth absolutely did not expect is we hear the trumpets of turgon and gondolin right yep. and turgon opens his gates and he's like fuck this shit let's get it done and sees his brother
1: 10, right thousands 10,000 from uh Gondolin.
0: Could you imagine like that huge of a Gondollinger army like just coming out and and meeting up like like this is why ah oh, like it, it was like um um <laughs> it was it was New Better that was talking about like different like movies of each battle and different like this battle would be fucking insane to see oh, yeah. on the screen, like either a movie or a short, like, you know what we've talked about with some of the things doing like a, a mini series. Yeah, yeah. But like this, I mean, if, if, if people liked the like Helm's deep or the battle at Pelennor fields, this is so much more.
1: It's so much more, but it's also, um, so much more painful. It's fucking devastating. It's like yeah, it's it's, it's like fuck that's epic, but damn. Yeah, th-
0: I mean this would be like for the for the people who are out there complaining about like oh something, you know, this and this is going to be like Game of Thrones, blah blah. This would be like oh, you would watch 100. this Like if you if you didn't know the story and you're going into it and you're getting to know these fucking
1: characters and you see like the gondolindrum come out, you're like, yes, uh, we're fucking winning this. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it hurts. Got got news for you, fella.
0: Yep. Yep. So Hurin, of all people, um, keeps saying, like, we've got to hold off. Yeah. Right, like, like I know that now we have Turgon. We've got these amazing armies. It's going to be great. We have to hold off, though. If anything, Morgoth is just a sneaky piece of shit, and he's he's definitely trying something. Something is going on, right? Because he doesn't believe that like Maedros is just not there yet. Yeah, right. He's like something is going on here, and. He's doing a good job with holding everybody back. The orcs come out and they do this thing where it's like the orcs come out and they press and the elves don't do anything. Elves and men are like, fuck you. So they back up, right? And then they press again and they back up and they're like, they're trying to go this battle. Yeah. Um,
1: But they got, they got a secret weapon though.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? Horin and Hûr and Turgon and Fingon they're doing a great job of being like nope nope guys hold off like hold off i know you want i know you want to fuck up some orcs we got to hold off okay we we don't see we've got we've got no signal yet
1: they're about to get a signal
0: and then sons of <laughs> bitches again i mean this is you've we we've talked about this moment not in context but we've talked about this moment when it when it comes to violence and and gore yeah. and 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 stuff like that they bring out gelmir. and gelmir is the brother of gwendor
1: and and just just to just to you know just to add this right gelmere isn't the only elf that's been captured by morgoth's forces
0: and they they make sure and, to tell
1: them that right uh after what happens right so they bring him out um and uh in front of you know their forces displayed to you know the forces of fingon and torgon that are there Mm -hmm. specifically to uh who's there with his force from nargothrond right uh proceed to cut off his hands and feet And then cut his head off and then tell everybody we've got more in the back.
0: Yeah. Like basically like, we'll just continue to bring them up.
1: Like come and attack us. Yep. (laughs) And Gwyndor Gwyndor, falls for it. Gwyndor loses his shit. Yeah. And so Gwyndor uh, and then his men in this rage uh, just, take off they they take off towards you know uh morgoth's forces and this is what it was that morgoth didn't anticipate right you know gwendor and his men you know go after the orcs um and fingon at this point he's like well i can't we can right it's done right yeah we're, we're we're gonna go after them and so then they press and Gwyndor and his men are just fucking hewing shit
0: just, I mean, like, like, like nothing can stop them. Wrecking, wrecking everything, and, like and, everything and, and, in the way.
1: And and the orcs, being orcs, right? When there's a little bit of resistance, like they kind of turn tail and run. Right. And so, uh, you know, he uh, he he, Gwindor and his men make it all the way to the doors of Angband, and and like are just fucking shit up and they actually bust through Mm -hmm. the doors and slay the guards that are there but at this point they're trapped
0: right but this is and 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 this is kind of what you were saying this is one of the one of like two or three times where where Morgoth is described as frightened right like he's scared
1: the throne is shaking yeah right uh because he didn't anticipate this no, like, and that's the thing, like, like it said, I, it said he didn't anticipate it,
0: but. But he, but he caused it, right? He's yeah. like, he's like, hey, go poke the bear. And then, it, then he, then he gets scared that the bear fights back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh shit, bears that claws.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and like, that's the thing though, is they break through, they make it inside, but then what?
1: Yeah like the all of all of the, the 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 men from nargoth or the elves from nargothron are killed except for gwendor yeah he's taken captive yeah uh,
0: oh that's what it was that's the scene sorry i've had i've i've had a scene like playing in my head about somebody like completely losing their shit at a death of somebody else and it's it's the scene where the the guy's son gets his head cut off in 300 Oh, and they have, and he just goes fucking nuts, and they yeah. end up having to like pull him back into like the shield wall or whatever. Like, that's what I like that passion of yeah. like insanity and just seeing red. Like, that's Gwyndor.
1: Well, at that point, you're just kind of like, fuck it. If I die, I die, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm going to take everybody out with me, right? uh Which, which also happens later uh, yes. in this same story, right? And so at this point, so like, been gone and them are trying to to catch up to Gwyndor. And right? had
0: they caught up, they would had, have had a chance.
1: Had, yeah, had they caught up, they would have had a chance. Uh, but they were just the the rage was so much that they just got further and further behind and, and mm-hmm. they didn't give a shit that they're going in without any kind of backup. And at, yeah. and, at, and at the point that they get into the inside, they're shut off from everybody. right And morgoth releases is it this point where he releases everything he's got he so
0: almost it's once it's once maedra shows up okay yeah yeah so so what's happening is now now you've got fingon and the the men of the halideen right and they are they're they're not winning right they got all the way up to where angband was where they got cut off from Gwyndor. oh we should take it this uh, or say at this point everybody dies with Gwindor. yeah except for Gwyndor.
1: that's what i said
0: oh did you sorry i i I, yeah i must have missed it but like Gwindor is
1: yeah all of the the elves from from nargothron dead yep except for Gwindor
0: is taken alive though yeah Yep. And 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 we've talked Wh- a little bit about this before, but he comes back into play later.
1: Yeah. Well, we uh, talk about it during our tour and tourum bar
0: right thing. Right. Um and so they are, I mean, they're they're getting fucked up right now. The Fingon's men and his his group of people are, are getting fucked up and Torgon now leaves his post of where he was supposed to be Torgon and his men and they come to help, right? He was going to be in a separate spot. He was going to kind of stay hidden for a while, but there again, because of the events that went into play with Gwyndor, he couldn't anymore, right? He had to come and help. So he rides up and he comes in and it, it again it, it kind of shakes the 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 orcs when they hear the horns of of Gondolin right because again nothing that they would have ever expected because they are hidden they stay out of shit um and and one of the reasons why Morgoth at this point lets loose the gates of Angband is because this is another part where it says Morgoth was afraid of Turgon. When Morgoth knew Turgon in Valinor, every time that he would look in the eyes of Turgon, he would see his doom. Um, and we know why, Yeah, you know, later. Um, but that's one of the biggest reasons why he was constantly looking for Gondolin. That's why he did not like Fingon and Turgon. He did not like that family because he saw his doom in their eyes. Right. And so when he heard, when he heard those horns, when the orcs heard those horns, he was like, let's fucking go. Like we have to do this now.
1: Eat a little bit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, And he at this point then sent everything. Wolves, werewolves, dragons, Balrogs, everything. Glaurong leaves. I mean, literally emptied um, Angband, right? And sent everything that he had. And at this point, Mydros was showing up, finally. You could finally see that he was coming into out. I hate that word. Felglied. And Fowglef, right? He was coming into that, the valley of the gasping dust, right? And they're set, they're ready. Like they they've got these two armies. Now, yes, they lost their their force from Nargothron, but to be completely honest, it wasn't that big of a force to begin with, right? We feel really, but really it, bad for Gwyndor, but enraged. They did a whole lot of damage. They did a ton, right? And they and scared the, this the is, fuck out of people and the, too.
1: And this is the thing. If the sons of Feanor weren't fucking huge assholes, right? Or a few of the sons of Feanor weren't <laughs> huge assholes, right? You would, you would have the forces of Nargothron. At you would, least. You would have. Maybe. Maybe. Doriath. Maybe Doriath, right? Right. If they weren't huge assholes. Right. Um uh, and and those two right there probably would have offset um, the ass hat that is Uldor yeah right and what he did yep 100% and it's 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 essentially just it's you know they turned around and we're like, nope. Now we're fighting on this side.
0: Yeah, and it was. I mean, and and, and, it, and it was perfect for them. They had set it up perfectly because basically they were they were kind of the rear guard anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so they're they're more or less the rear guard of this battle that is moving forward. And they're just like, and let's fight the elves that are in front of us. Yeah. Right. This did not work out well for the sons of Olfang. Because they were killed like that. Yeah. Right. Maglor um kills Uldor, who is the the eldest son, right? And he's the one that kind of really does this. And then Boar, our, our man Bor, that that, Bor. that we love to talk, yeah, the sons of Bor, Sorry. Are like we we love to talk about them because it was, he was fucking boar the faithful man, like that line, like that that line of the family. They were like oh, fuck this shit. And they turned around and killed Olfast and Olworth. Right? Because they weren't having that. They, they found a place that they could live. They found people. And they knew that Morgoth was not to be trusted. Right. Was not to be trusted.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And very obviously, the sons of Olfing did not get what they were promised.
1: No.
0: Because they died um and and but that did just enough to do a shit ton of damage
1: it wasn't it wasn't enough that you know um Torgon was there it wasn't enough that Maedros had come back right and that they had killed uh the sons of uh of you know Wolfang. um that was our it was already they had already done enough they did a bunch of damage one
0: by waylaying um Midras and, and his army right right and then two by doing a shit ton of damage in the back yep right they did a, a lot of damage before they were killed yep. um and not only that even if they hadn't have killed very many elves or men they still disrupted the army Right, so then what happens? Right at that point, at that point, you are you are disrupted, and out of the fucking bait, gates of Bangban come Glaurong and and werewolves and and Balrogs.
1: A much more mature Glaurung.
0: At this yes. Point
1: than the first time we saw, than the first time we see him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first time we see him, uh, Glaurung comes out way too early right uh wasn't not even scales on his belly yet yeah not i don't think he was even supposed to come out no he he got
0: he got scolded by uh daddy morgoth
1: yeah and then uh you know he he goes back in and now he comes back out and and is uh, more or
0: less fully armored
1: fully armored uh dangerous right um it's it's only because the dwarves were made by aule to withstand Mm mm-hmm the fires right um and made hardy that they were able to do damage to glauron yeah because elves and
0: men scattered and were killed by Gla- glauron yeah the only ones left were the el- were the dwarves of belagos yeah around him um and they were fucking him up yeah they were shooting him with arrows they were hitting him with axes um but it, it was definitely one of those situations where like they were only fucking him up to a point, right? To like really, really get him angry. Yeah. And then, you know, he went straight for the king. And he, he from what I gather, essentially smashed him with his tail or a part of his body. Yeah. Um, and then now it's great because Azaghal the the king of Belagos at this at this point like he's smashed he's on the ground but as Glauron goes to climb over him to go after the other ones stabby stabby stab right in the gut yeah that's what you got to do to dragons yeah so he reaches up and he stabs him and Glauron freaks out and he's like nope nope nope. I'm out I'm I'm out I'm (laughs) done I'm done and (laughs) he bounces he leaves again this is what he does every time he's just like no I'm out um and and i do feel i feel like he was definitely a more mature dragon but still not to his fullness right it's not until not until he tour in that we see yeah, his Nargothran, fullness yeah right um but it's funny because, alert yeah even though we've talked about it <laughs> right it's funny though because like Glaurung is like, no, I'm done. Like I got, set. It, it was like that Shelob moment in the movies where oh, yeah. she's just like, nope, I'm out, I'm nope. out, I'm out. Uh, you stab me, I, I'm, done. Go. I'm done. I'm done. Go. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And he leaves, but because Azogal dies, because their king dies, the dwarves bounce too. Yeah, and it's a very interesting way. Like
1: no one even, no one tries to stop them no no I one mean, tries to stop them they, they pick him up they pick up starts, the king they start singing yep and they leave yeah
0: and and it's I, almost like it's almost hi like ho, the, hi ho it's like it's almost like the elves and men are like
1: it's back to Bellegost we go
0: <laughs> but it, it's like they understood you yeah. know what i mean it's like yep we get it yep we'll see you well, thanks, at, least you,
1: at least you drove off the dragon. Yeah. Hey, you got right? rid of
0: the fucking dragon. So like, yeah. thanks. For, and 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 more than just Glaurung, right? Yeah. Because it, they were able to withstand dragon fire in general, right? Yeah. So they were able to fight off multiple dragons. It was Glaurung though, that was most impressive with Asgol stabbing him as he dies. Yeah, right. Um, and so like it's not like they didn't help, they were a huge help. They they did a lot leading up to that point and then to the point with the dragons, right? Um, and, <laughs> and this is when our metal band comes out, yeah. And Gothmog and the Balrogs, and this like I'm not gonna lie, like this part is hard to read.
1: Yeah. Like gang death part
0: like this part of the book is fucking hard to read
1: it is uh descriptive
0: yeah and and like 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 heart-wrenching because again we're seeing so we already saw a brother watch his brother get i mean violently and gruesomely murdered and we have two brothers on the battlefield again, right? And we've got we've got Fingon and Turgon on the battlefield fighting side by side with Hurin and Húr, right? Two brothers, right? And Hurin and Húr um, know we we know that they know Fingon, but they know Turgon well, yeah. very very well, right? As we've talked about in our history episodes, they were. More or less for a few years, raised by god Like they they knew him well. That he was like Elf Father King to them for a little while, right? Um, but out come fucking Gothmog and the Balrogs. And Gothmog just being as badass as he the thing is, is like it's very interesting because I know it's an interpretation and we don't get a whole lot of it in the the book the Lord of the Rings anyway or the the fellowship right but we get the balrogs being or the balrog the the, the you know durin's bane
1: balrog being of moria
0: yeah being a little bit i feel just like a dumb animal um you know what i mean Like, we don't get much out of them. But here, I do feel like, again, I I, I would love to see another interpretation of this because, like, Gothmog, as we've said, is a hammer. Yeah. But he's not a dumb animal. And the rest of the Balrogs aren't either. At least not, like, here, right? So as soon as they get out, he comes up and he basically smacks... Turgon and Hurin to a completely other side of where they're fighting right just full-on just beats them back and it's and he's like it's just me and you bitch to Fingon right he now it more or less we've got some of Fingon's men are with him and we've got Gothmog and some of the Balrogs right but it comes down to so much fighting like I mean like I, I wish there was more description. And I know if we had this in a in a cinematic area, it would be like uh, there, there are deaths on both sides. Balrogs die here. Fucking elves kill Balrogs here, right? And elves die here. Elves and men are dying here as well. And it comes to what we see at the beginning. Again, if we're talking cinematic, what we see is it comes down to... Um, Gothmog and Fingon, right? And they're one-on-one. They're fighting. It is a fucking battle. And then there's a sneaky, sneaky Balrog, right? And this guy's over in the corner somewhere. I don't know where he comes from, but he uses one of his fire whips and basically ties up Fingon with it. And as soon as he does, Gothmog takes his black axe and he cuts him right down the head splits his helm and that is the death of fingon
1: that's that's not the no that's not it that is not the end death of fingon that's the death of fingon uh what happens next is like it's it's just it's uh, it's 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 pissing on the ashes yeah yeah right it is uh, we're told that there's, there's more than it's more than uh, Gothmog. I think there's three mm-hmm. and they uh, proceed to uh, beat Fingon's body into the ground with their maces.
0: Mm-hmm. Just break him.
1: Yeah. And Just... there's a, there's a description of the, the, the blood uh, and like.
0: Fingon's uh, flag being trampled
1: in the blood in his own blood and mud yeah and blood and mud that's what it was yeah
0: like it's it's heavy and like in like reading that and knowing that like like Turgon his brother watched this
1: happen right when there was so much joy when they first met when they first when they when they first got there right yeah we kind of skipped this and i wish we hadn't skipped it but, i know. You know we did we then, jumped over it we we totally jumped over it but they're they're you know when when turgon's army arrives uh it, you know they 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 let you know fin fingon uh shouts out you know uh you know the the day has come right you know the you know the day, you know, they just keep, he keeps saying the day has come, you know, mm-hmm. you know, listen, Eldar and listen, fathers of men, right? The day has right. come. Right? I love
0: that, the the Eldar and fathers of men.
1: Yeah. And so it's, you know, um, I don't, I can't say it. Can I say it? Utulie naure, aya indalye our atanatari utulie naure, right? And that's the day has come, uh, behold, people of the Eldar uh, and fathers of men, the day has come, right? Yeah. And they and they respond back "Auta ilome," which is uh, the night is passing. Yeah. Right. Like so much hope. So much hope at this point, right? And so much hope. And there should have been, and we've talked about it that, but for, um, uh, you know, Wolf, not Wolfang, but Uldor, um, and, and the conniving of of men, right, and the treachery of men, right, um, that maybe this battle would have ended differently or not because you know this was all kind of faded right it's 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 the it's the battle of unnumbered tears yeah that is what um maedros had told them when they left yeah your tears will be unnumbered
0: well and at this point like we are we are getting the (laughs) not to not to borrow from uh, like tiktoks and instagrams and stuff but we are getting so much emotional t- damage here yeah that like
1: emotional damage.
0: this this isn't even like the tip of it though like we're told that a lot of this battle is not even told it's not recorded the death and sorrow of this battle And and we just saw something horrible. Like you said, the hope and joy between not only these two brothers, but when Turgon reunites with, uh, with Hurin and Húr, there is so much excitement there. There's so much happiness between this, this union of elves and men, right?
1: Dwarves. Don't forget the
0: dwarves. And, And dwarves. Right. And there's so much, like they know they can win this. Yeah. They know like you said, like he says the day has come right that the the night night has
1: ended. The night is passing, right? The night is their their the response is the night is passing. The night the night is Morgoth and like his fucking reign, right? And so you know they 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 see Torgon, they see ten thousand uh strong from gondolin. Uh And you can't not help but think at this point that, yeah, we got this.
0: Yeah. Right. And it's,
1: and it's a sight too. Right.
0: Like it is, it is a sight to be seen. The, the swords and armor were like a flame of Gondolin. Right. Like they, it talks about like the, 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 the the terror that the people, that the, the, the creatures of Morgoth had right they were terrified because of this army that came out because again at this point there is not an i mean in my opinion at this point there is not an elven army out there that is like the army from gondolin yes you are the sons of feanor but you guys have been waning and you're not doing great anymore Right. And so you've got Turgon with his men coming out with their fucking flaming swords, their armor, like bright and like just ready to get they they are the 10,000 Spartans that showed up. You know what I mean? Like that's who they are. Um, And 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 fucking like men, (laughs) the sons of Olfang. just I mean, they were a big part of fucking it up right and and the sad thing is and i am just now thinking of this is um you said that when turgon shows up he says the night is ending right and they were saying that the day is coming at the coming of the next day it gets even worse like so, like it's really sad that like that like the day is coming and the night is ending. In juxtaposition, turns into this, right? Because Fingon is dead. They watched him die. Hurin, oh, I just moved my camera on accident. Hurin and Huor are, I mean they tell turgon you have to leave you cannot be here anymore your you and your men have to leave and this is where we get the prophecy i think the only prophecy that we ever get from a man um well no that's not true because boromir and and faramir have kind of a prophecy of their own um but the first one from from a man right where he he has kind of that long sightedness that far sightedness and who says to turgon a new star will come from your line in mine right and it is the hope of men and elves and he's just like you have to leave you cannot be here anymore Get the fuck out. And you know that Tur- Turgon was like, I can't leave you guys. Turgon just saw his brother die. And now he is being told, gruesomely, gruesomely die. Gruesomely die. And is now being told by his semi-adoptive human sons, yeah. you have to leave. And, Which- and we And everybody knows that and- in us telling you this, we are going to die. Yeah.
1: And 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 just think, well, it's it's interesting that you call them his, his adopted uh sons, right? Because we also we get that later on, much, mm-hmm. much later on with Isildur and his sons. Yep. When they're ambushed. Yep. Right. It's his sons that are saying there's no there's no hope in yes. this, right? Put on the ring and get out of here. And leave
0: which is something that we talked about that we were really sad that we didn't get to see in the movies and yeah. Peter Jackson's interpretation. Right, right. Right. Is they see, they see the end. Yeah. There's no going forward for them. And he's, and they say Gondolin is the only chance for this to work out. Right. And Turgon is like, Gondolin can't stand forever. <laughs> and They're like, I get that but get the fuck out of here. But it needs to hold on
1: longer than today.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like it has to survive longer than this. Um, And so he does. And I'm sure it was incredibly heartbreaking for him. And and Hurin and Húr and the men that they have, the rest the, of their the men, men of say, yeah. let's fucking do this. Yeah. Right. And they push so that Turgon in secret, can take his men and go back to gondolin right and so they push and they push hard but they only get to a point they get to this point between two rivers essentially and the orcs are are killing men at such a high rate that they create a body or a a bridge of their bodies over one of the rivers Get over to the other side, and this is the part where I say it's such a contrast from what they were saying, because as the sun is rising, the orcs are chopping off heads of men and casting them into a pile that is gleaming from the sunlight, like a pile of gold. But it's the heads of men and their helms that are shining off of it, right? And this is happening they're fighting for their lives and who are just like well they're fighting for
1: for the lives of tourgon for the lives of Turgon and the and, and the elves of, of gondolin right together. they know they're and not they, gonna they, 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 yeah, they, know they know they're, they're not they're, gonna survive and they don't right right every single last person dies except for heran right or who, are, who, are, who are, uh takes an arrow to the eye and dies
0: just like uh just like Aragon's dad yeah I realized, like rereading this, I was like, "Oh, that's
1: how Aragon's dad dies," and and Hurin is the only one left, and so and, he, and he's
0: only left. Well, so I like to see it both ways. Number one, I think Hurin is a fucking badass, yeah. especially in this in this moment where he takes his shield, throws his shield again. He knows there's no there's, coming there's, out of there's this no
1: there's the time for shields is over
0: yeah like there is no com- so throws his shield picks up a two-handed axe and just fucking goes yeah right and like again the the imagery of this is just i mean this is like superhuman shit mm-hmm. where he is just swinging axes killing orcs
1: cutting off arms it says and every that- and every time he swings it and this is this is why i wanted to bring up the the last quote quote right which was yes uh, the day has come right night is passing Yep. Right? and then all this other stuff happens like the battle happens right and uh night is not passing right right um and every time hurin swings his axe he shouts out aure and tuluva which is uh which is uh the day shall come again
0: yep yep
1: because he knows yeah 70 times he just fucking murdering just saying that and just hewing orcs
0: right he's 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 like inigo montoya just just you killed my
1: father prepared to die over and over again uh and and what you know what ends up like stopping him is the fact that he's now surrounded by the body of the orcs that he's slain yep and he can't really move yeah and
0: and and the reason why i wanted to go back to that is because i don't want to take anything away from that feat he is he is he is a madman. like i honestly like again in my mind the way that i picture this he is a madman at this point yeah right? He is,
1: he's in berserker mode.
0: Yeah. And every stroke of the axe, he is yelling out every time, just slaughtering, slaughtering. And that's, that's all that is in his head is the day shall come again. And I'm going to kill as many motherfuckers as I can to make sure that that happens. Right. And he just keeps going and going and not to take away from that. But the plan of Morgoth was to keep him alive because morgoth fucking sucks <laughs> and so it's said that the only reason why he has stopped is because he can no longer move because he's surrounded by the dead and the arms of the orcs that he has hewn are still attached to him as he's doing this right and he's he's essentially stopped at this point. There's nothing more that he can do. But in my head, I'm thinking he is still a fucking madman. Even when Glaurong or or when Gothmog, um, Gothmog Goth. comes over and and takes him, in my head, he's like still screaming "Aule tulava You know what I mean? As he's being bound by a fucking Balrog, yeah, um, and dragged off to Angband, um. And, and, and it's said, it's told to us that this is how the Battle of Unnumbered Tears ends is with, with him being dragged off to Angban. right? Now, a little bit continuing history um, that's not necessarily in this chapter, but about this same time, Tour is born. It fucking sucks. Like, I mean, it. I. I. It's not the exact. We. We don't know the exact day, but it is very, very close to the day of Hoor's death and Tour's birth. Right, um, and that's heartbreaking. Um. We in in the Silmarillion in general we don't get a ton of um of the the upbringing of tour we get a lot more of Turin right um, in the Fall of Gondolin and in the um, Unfinished Tales we we get a lot more of tour and, and kind of what his upbringing was like right um, it it is a devastating upbringing for tour um think of nearly the reverse of of um of turin not,
1: not raised by a thingle
0: yeah yeah um and so tour is born and then one of the other things that i kind of wanted to go over is men the the um fuck what's their name the
1: Thing. Uh, well,
0: some of those men, but basically the, the Easterlings, uh-huh. essentially, um, are not given what they were promised. Right. So instead, Morgoth sends them off to Dor and he keeps them there. They don't Hith- get to Hith- leave Hithlum. or Hithlum. Sorry. Yeah. Hithlum. And they don't get to leave. They don't get the fertile lands of 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 Beleriand that they were told they were going to get. They don't get any of that. They get. Hithlam, and that's it and and it's even said like it's kind of a fuck you by morgoth like because there are no men there and like these easterlings wanted to conquer they wanted to fight and basically they're being sent to a place where there are women children and old people because everybody else has fucking died yeah right and so they get sent off and Hurin. Gets taken by Melkor. Dragged up to the top of Fangoradrim. Sat upon it. And is cursed. And told that he will have to see the fate of his family play out with the uh, with the unblinking eyes of Morgoth. Fucking sucks. Like, like. This whole thing is so, and, and it is, I mean, I, it's it's what you said. It's this this point of hope and excitement that the very first time that you're reading this, if you didn't read the chapter heading, right? Don't, don't pay attention to what the chapter is called. If you didn't read the chapter heading and you, this is the very first time you're reading this and you are seeing this happen where the hope and excitement of Turgon and, and Fingon and Hurin and Hur, this, this massiveness of like, this is fucking going to happen, right? And then it just drops and everybody dies. Not everybody. Um, actually, a lot of the sons of Feanor ran off. Five,
1: yeah.
0: Um, and which is just... But, but they ran off and split. Yeah. Right? Um, th- there is no, like, house of Feanor anymore, basically. It's, it's, it's already mostly destroyed, and we will it's see... Sun,
1: it's just the sons of Feanor.
0: Right. And we'll yeah. see further on how low that house has gotten right um but i mean elves
1: men high kings have died yeah and this is why i say it's 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 really this is really the um this is the 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 start of the low point right this is where everything kind of starts getting worse and worse and then it'll get better right um uh because of the level of expectation that they had going into it right uh the hope that they had and then just the utter destruction yeah uh and the only thing that you can say is a positive from all of this is that gondolin is still hidden turgon is alive and nargothron is still a thing yep and Doriath, right and Doriath, and Doriath, um those three realms um are what's left of the hope that the elves and the men of of balerion
0: right um, because because even though it's the end of the battle of a Numbered tears it's not the end of the push of morgoth and we'll talk a little bit about that next time but there he's still pushing yeah. um it's not like the past battles where he's pushed him back off and pushed and backed off.
1: Um, You've got dragon now.
0: Yeah. Like more bad shit continues to happen. Yeah. And it's throughout Valerian. Right. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's fucking devastating. It, it, every time I read this chapter, it hurts like every time it's just such a
1: good chapter though.
0: Amazing. Amazing absolutely and it's one of the reasons why i love um like once you get into it's one of the reasons why i love the standalone books of baron and luthien children of horn and fall of gondolin right is because a lot of this is intertwined to to all of that Mm -hmm. and um and it's fleshed out so much um and it just it hurts it hurts it's so much Beautiful. but it's excellent it, it's Beautiful. like oh it's such great writing and and again it's it's great writing because even the violent things that you hear where fingon's helm was split by the black axe of Gothmog, it doesn't say brains went everywhere it doesn't say this or that it just gives you that image of like Turgon just watched his brother violently die. And it like had to have been painful. So much death. So much death. Yeah. Such a good chapter. <laughs> Such an awesome part of the history of Middle-earth that hurts the soul. <laughs> but like you said, and and I feel like, you know, this is the this was what hurin was trying to say is that this is a dark point right but the still day hope. shall come again
1: yeah there's still hope is what turin was saying right yeah there's still hope because torgon got away
0: yep yep and and not only did he get away and there's there's not even a clue of where gondolin is still. and that's
1: the theme of everything right that's, that's always been the theme of the lord of the rings is that right hope right um and um it's just it's more of the same yeah yeah it just doesn't seem that way because of how um devastating this battle was for everything yeah
0: yeah for everyone for everyone yeah on i mean really on all sides i mean
1: yeah i mean there were there were there was so much death of uh elves and men, that after the battle, the orcs piled up the bodies, and you could see the hill mm-hmm. from far away. And we'll
0: talk a little bit about that hill because it's it's not the end of of the depressing shit that happens with that hill. No, nope. um, but yeah, I, I, I amazing amazing part of the history, part that like. I don't know, surprisingly, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about this battle that often. Um, And like the massive effect that it had on the entirety of Mm Middle-earth. Like so much death on, I mean, even on Morgoth's side, so much death. Most of, it's said that most of his like creatures died in this battle. Like, most of those werewolves, most of the, like, all of those things, like, most of those creatures died in this battle. Like, this battle cleared out a ton of shit. Um, but elves and men suffered the most. And the ah. dwarves of Belagos. Oh. But, yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's today's history episode I help everybody's having a wonderful, uh, uh, zombie
1: Jesus day
0: and <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys can, uh,
1: the day shall, the, the sun shall rise again.
0: Yeah. Eat some jelly beans and get happier. Cause that, uh, that episode mm. hurts the soul a little bit. Um, but it, it was great. This was a good one. It's fun. to it's, it, it's fun. Like, I love having our guests, but it is fun to get every once in a while, just me and you. Yep. It's just it, it just different. It gets back to the old school shit. Um, so, yeah. I, guys, follow us. We're a lot of places now. Um, I mean, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Um, it's the Swole here, everywhere. On Instagram, we actually have a link tree now. So if you go to the uh, the Instagram page, it's got a link tree for our Patreon, for our TikTok, for our YouTube, all of that stuff. It's the Swole Herem. Anyway, you can find us on that. Um podcast on there. Yep. Our podcast is on there. And we're on all of the things, Spotify, Apple, Google, all that stuff. Guys, it would be great if you could rate you don't have to review, but rate us like that would be awesome. Um, review anybody who's listening two. to this? Review us yeah. too. <laughs> I review. mean, I'm going to say, give us a review. I love reading the reviews. The funny thing is, is the only reviews that we've gotten on our podcasts are from out of the country, from like Finland and Germany, oh. um, which is great. But like, I, I would love to see some reviews on there. I know we don't really post that incredibly often on YouTube. I've got most of our history episodes up on YouTube. Um, But if you want to comment there, comment on our... Uh, our Instagram posts and um, I haven't posted any of the discord stuff. I haven't talked to Callie about it yet, but if I do, you know, you can jump on that discord. It's a lot of fun. We've, we've got a lot of fun discussions on there. A lot of fun people who are really love to be a part of the community and super supportive. Um, we get to have some fun debates on there and stuff too, that I like to, the pot r- on. I like to rattle the cage a little bit. Yeah. Uh <laughs> It's it's what I do. Um, But follow, like, subscribe, comment, uh, rate us, review us. Is that all the cliches that these people say? Have I I said all of them now? I think so. Okay, good. Um, All right, Carlos, you have anything else for us?
1: Bye.